Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. You know you hit the big leagues when you're a guest on his show. This is the Roy Green Show. Huge story in uh, Vancouver in British Columbia, a report by a former RCMP deputy commissioner suggesting British Columbia casinos have served as laundromats, quote-unquote, for dirty money. So what is behind the story? What's behind the investigation? Joining us on the Green Show is Mike Smith, columnist for the Vancouver Sun and show host on CKNW Radio uh, in Vancouver, where this program also airs. Mike, good to talk to you. It's been a while. Yes, it has, Roy. Thanks for asking me back. I really appreciate that. It's, uh, it really is an ugly picture of British Columbia here that's been painted in this report on money laundering. It basically makes B.C. look like a gangster's paradise here with uh, drug dealers coming into the casinos in Metro Vancouver, laundering their dirty money, Something a system that uh, we became notorious for around the world, according to our attorney general here, David Eby. So, yeah, a lot of people talking about this unchecked criminal money laundering that's been going on here in B.C. the last few days. So how long has this been going on? Well, the report that came out from the RCMP deputy commissioner uh, tracked uh, money, what appears to be unchecked money laundering for well over a decade. And it was under the control of the previous liberal government. We've got an NDP government here in power now. And a lot of fingers being pointed at the previous government saying, why didn't you guys do more to clean this up? One of the things that has got people really talking here on this one, Roy, is that when the report was released by the Attorney General here the other day, there was also a, a video component to it. So during the news conference, he uh, showed a series of videos of people coming into these casinos in Vancouver with, in some cases, backpacks and even hockey bags full of cash. And you see these unbelievable security surveillance videos from the casinos of these gangster rolls of money, you know, just rolls and rolls and rolls of $20 bills all done up with uh, elastic bands being passed through the casino cage and changed into casino chips. It's a pretty, it's a pretty uh, stark-looking picture of, uh, of what appears to be some pretty, uh, pretty uh, rampant money laundering going, going on here in, in British Columbia. That yeah. was one of the reasons why it had such a big impact, the visual element of it. Yeah, Mike, you know, it's, it's really so sim- simple. Uh, I mean, it's 
pretty serious. It's criminal activity, of course. But it's simple. You've got the cash. You've got hot cash. You go to the casino. You exchange, as you said, the these massive rolls of cash for uh, uh, for, for chips. It, right. It's a, it's amazing to me that it went on for so many years without somebody really sort of pulling the trigger on this thing. Twenty million dollars in July of two thousand fifteen alone, I hear. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you'd go in, get your cash in your your gangster rolls of money, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars at a time. Go and gamble in the casino. You win or lose while you're gambling doesn't really matter. And then you can leave the casino with the chips or even better, get a check from the casino that you could deposit in a legitimate bank account. And this became known uh, in money laundering circles as the, as the Vancouver model uh, of doing this. And one of the things that's really even more disturbing about this, the way that the, the government laid this out the other day, was they talked about a couple of other sort of elements to it, too, and that is the the overdose epidemic of opioid overdoses here with these deadly drugs being peddled by ruthless drug dealers. And then you've got the crooks pouring their dirty money into the Metro Vancouver housing market, inflating the prices of homes uh, beyond the reach of non-millionaires, people who grew up in their own, their own, their own hometown. You can't afford to buy a house anymore. So this is kind of three points in kind of what I sort of called a, a devil's triangle, a crime that the, the government uh, has has pointed out here in the last few days, and it, it's not a pretty picture. Now, there is some there is some politics to this, though. I got to tell you, though, Roy, because of course we got an NDP government in power, and they and they're blaming the whole thing on the previous Liberal government, and the Liberals are, of course, furious about it. So, uh, I mean, what's the antidote here? I, I, I understand that any deposit in casinos of more than $10,000 requires a source of funds declaration, which I think right. is self-explanatory. But what, uh, what's the antidote for the, you know, now you're talking about the drugs and you're talking about the real estate market being impacted. And we keep hearing about how difficult it is for people to buy a home, almost impossible for somebody who doesn't have an, a lot of extra money uh, to, to buy a home in Vancouver. What's the antidote? Yeah, well, the government says it's, ta- it's already taken steps to clean up some of this uh, apparent money laundering going in the casinos by bringing in new rules on any deposits of $10,000 or more. As you mentioned, there's got to be more security and background checks to prove that the money is not from uh, criminal, uh, criminal enterprises. So they've done that. They say the amount of suspicious transactions going on in the casinos has gone way down as a result. But what is going to happen next is the government is saying, well, let's, let's look at these other sort of points in this, in this, in this triangle here. What about uh, potential money laundering in the real estate market? So the government has indicated that's going to be next. They're going to do a report on that. And who knows, that could be even bigger than the uh, allegations of money laundering going on in the casinos. And a lot of it politically is aimed at the previous government showing that they had turned a blind eye to this stuff that's what they say of course the previous the, the previous uh, liberal government the, the liberals now say no no um, we did the best we could uh, there's a lot of politics and finger pointing going on but i think it's uh, it's making an impact on a lot of people because i think people can see the see the overdose deaths they see people dying of drug overdoses on the street they can see the videos of of these of the money being tr- uh, gangster rolls of money being transferred into chips in the casinos, and they know darn well they can't even afford a house in their own city. 
Yeah. So I, I think that's why it's having a big impact on people, and a lot of people are paying attention to it. Yeah, it, it really strikes people uh, quite literally where they live. Yeah, um, it does. And I, and I imagine that it'll turn out that it's not just British Columbia. It'll be other provinces where they have casinos and uh, similar situations will be taking place there. Mike, thank you so much. It's been, it's been too long. I really appreciate you coming on the show. You bet, Roy. Anytime. All the best. Mike Smith, uh, columnist for the Vancouver Sun and show host at CKNW Radio in Vancouver.